What's up, crew? Welcome to another episode of the JC Pro Show, where we discuss all the things about starting up your own online business and how to survive and thrive as an online entrepreneur. My name is Justin Kappen Pro. I am a startup business mentor, branding strategist, and digital content creator that specializes in aiding and guiding startup business owners just like you to monetize your unique gifting, talent, or idea and build a profitable and scalable brand leveraging the power of social media marketing. I do not waste my time and I choose not to waste yours, so let's dive right in. Let's dive right into it, y'all. We're talking about how to know if you are meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to give you 10 signs that will tell you whether you're really cut out to be in this business or not. Because being an entrepreneur is tough. Statistically, you probably have heard this before. Statistically, 50% of startup businesses fail in their first five years. Isn't that crazy? I remember to me, it was like, I couldn't wait to get to my five-year mark because I couldn't really, I couldn't wait to prove the statistic wrong. <laughs> Cat, <laughs> good morning to you. I couldn't wait to like get past that five year mark because it really meant that I was that I that I'd gotten past that one huge statistic. So statistically, fifty percent of startup businesses fail in their first year and only thirty percent make it to their tenth anniversary. Isn't that crazy? And that's not meant to scare you. That that's meant to just be real with you because being an entrepreneur is a tough job, even at the best of times. And then again, when you throw in a wild card like a worldwide pandemic, the entrepreneurial life can be tough, really, really tough. Nevertheless, every year, thousands of goal-driven individuals go out and start up new businesses with aspirations of success and health and freedom and all the ability to just generally make a difference. And then more than 70% of people when they start a business rely on their personal savings to initiate the funding. Funding. So being an entrepreneur is not a career decision to take lightly. So I want to set you up with how do you know if you're really cut out for this? How do you know if you really should be an entrepreneur? So I'm really going to kind of poke at two angles of this good morning good morning victoria thanks for coming in buddy i'm gonna poke on one side and be like you know what maybe you maybe you're not currently a business owner maybe you're currently working in a job or you've got you know a career that you have and you're just you feel suffocated or you feel stuck or you feel like man i just i just i feel like there's something else i should be doing these 10 signs today may show you clearly yeah there's something else you need to be doing you need to be working for yourself and not for somebody else and then on the flip side of that, we may say there might be some people out here that are thinking about starting a business, or maybe you've already started a business, but it's just not going well for you. These 10 things may show, you know what, maybe I'm not cut out for this. So I'm gonna be super honest with you both ways, and I'm gonna give you 10 things that I think will point you right in the face. Am I cut out for this life? Is the entrepreneurial life for me, all right? As always, I speak truth and love y'all, so cheers and good morning to you. I hope your morning beverage is delicious, and I hope you're ready to dive right into this one today. We're gonna start with number one. Should you embark on pursuing that business dream of yours? Should you step out in faith and act on that idea that you have your 10 signs that you're meant to be an entrepreneur? Number one is you are self-starting. Everybody put self-starting in the chat stream, please. The most successful entrepreneurs that I have ever known and that I've ever heard of have a history of starting things. Like if you look through any famous entrepreneur's biography, you will see that they created and they worked on numerous projects, even at a young age. Like they had that self-starter attitude inherent to the the core of their personality. It, how many of y'all are self-starters? Like I, I've always, always been someone who was always creating something. I actually first started my first business, I think when I was like 12 years old. 
and I loved landscaping at the time. I just, I love doing landscaping. I love working with landscaping and I loved water. So at 12 years old, I started a business creating waterfalls and I was creating waterfalls going in and you know, actually creating waterfalls. I started with my first one at my mom's house and started just working into other people's homes and started getting jobs as creating waterfalls. And, uh, it was, it was something where I could get in, I could create with my hands, but I always wanted to find ways to make money. I always wanted to find ways to just, you know, act on my creativity. So if you are a self-starter type of person where you're constantly having ideas and you, you are driven to start things, then it's very likely you are meant to be an entrepreneur, right? The second one I'm gonna give you this morning is that you have an opportunity mindset. You have an opportunity mindset. And what that means is that you see opportunity in difficulty. You embrace challenges. You see the potential for growth and development, even in the toughest seasons and in the toughest situations. One of the things that I've found that I have, that I, I don't know if that's natural or if it's just a skill that's been developed over time, but I, I'm very good at when I, when I am in a tough season and when everything is working against me, it, my first response is, what do I need to learn in this season? What is the Lord trying to teach me? What is the Lord trying to show me? How is he working all things together for, for my good? The other thing that I challenge you to look at is if, if this is you, I challenge you to look at when you're going through a tough season, how do I give this to you? When you're going through a tough season or a challenging situation, it forces you to do things differently, right? It forces you to act a little different. It forces you to do things that you probably wouldn't have otherwise done if you were comfortable. And so what I've found oftentimes is that oftentimes when I get pressured or I get put in a challenging situation, it forces me to make a move or do something or to put more attention on something that I probably wouldn't have otherwise done if I was comfortable. And so and then usually that that decision or that move or whatever I put that focus on ends up manifesting something else. And so I and then I see, man, I needed to do that. That was a necessary step in my journey. That was something that absolutely had to pan out for me. But if I wasn't put under that pressure, I wouldn't have thought that way or I wouldn't have done that. So whenever I get put in a position where I am being pressured or it's difficult or it's challenging or I'm not sure where we're going here in this situation, I ask myself, all right, how is this getting me thinking differently? And is the Lord using this circumstance to get me to do something that I would have otherwise not done? That to me is seeing that's having an opportunity mindset that's that's seeing opportunity in difficulty that's embracing a challenge you see the potential for growth and you see the de the potential for development in the toughest season and you don't use excuses and you definitely don't entertain negativity like how many y'all cannot stand negativity like i can't stand it it drives me crazy being around someone who is just notoriously negative. Someone who's just always sees the worst in people or someone who always calls out the worst in a situation or the, or the person who just can't say something positive. That kind of stuff just drives me absolutely crazy. So if you are someone who who just really can't stand being around negativity and and you are, you, you've got that, that positive attitude towards every approach in your world if this describes your mindset then you are a natural born entrepreneur the ability to see opportunity goes a long way to becoming an entrepreneurial success story all right 
Jalil, I see you, man. Good morning to you, buddy. All right. Number three. Let's keep rolling. I'm giving you 10, 10, um, I guess 10 examples that'll give you an idea on whether you're cut out to be an entrepreneur. All right. Number three is risk does not scare you. Risk does not scare you. Entrepreneurs are great risk takers. There's a great quote by, um, Oh, who's the founder of Virgin Mobile? I can't remember his name. Um, whatever his name is, I just lost his name. Uh, but he says, an entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff and builds an airplane on the way down. <laughs> like that's that's a good example because there has to, like you have to be willing to take risks as an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs really thrive on risk and see it as a challenge to overcome. But not just any risk, right? Because a successful entrepreneur takes calculated risks after weighing their options and after care carefully planning out a route forward. I shared a quote with you earlier this week. It might have been yesterday or two days before. And I'm going to share it again because I loved it so much. This is by Elliot Cohen. Elliot Cohen says, Courage is not an extreme. It is neither blind fearlessness nor cowardice. If there is a truck rapidly approaching, it is not courage to fearlessly attempt to cross the road. But if there is no sign of a truck, it is self-defeating to be afraid if there are no guarantees that a truck will suddenly appear. Blind fearlessness will get you killed while cowardice will keep you from living. I said cowardice will keep you from living. Either way, you won't get across the proverbial streets of your life. Courage involves looking both ways making a reasonable, albeit never certain judgment that you can proceed and then doing so. That's taking a calculated risk. That's basically saying, yeah, there's risk out here. You know, if I step out to this street that I've never crossed before, it's it's possible that something could come blaring down this road. But it do I but is it but it, but am I just am I going to sit here and not move just because there's someone could hit me? It's like, it'd be like you saying, well, I'm not going to get in my car today because it's possible I could get in an accident. Well, then you're never going to go anywhere, you know? So I think as an entrepreneur, it's, I think an entrepreneur, it's, it's a necessary, it's a necessary and it's a natural trait of an entrepreneur to realize, yeah, there's risks in starting your own business. Yeah, there's a 50% chance that I'll fail in my first five years. There's a 70% chance that I won't make it to 10 years. But then there's also a 50% chance that I will make it five years. There's there's a 30% chance that I absolutely will go 10 years. There's a there's a there's a 50% chance in the next five years that I can completely create a life that I love and have the freedom to do exactly what I want to do. There's that. So do I do I not step out? Do I not take a chance? Do I not try something? Do I not put myself out there simply because of the chance that I might not be well received or or it might not work or people might not like it or they might not buy it? Yeah, there's that. But then what if they do? Right? What if they do like it? What if they do buy it? What if they do believe in you? What if what if everything that the Lord has put on your heart actually manifest thank you maggie i appreciate y'all listen you know what's so funny i'm gonna pause here for just a second so i completely redesigned my background a week ago and i hadn't said anything i just wonder who was gonna be the first person to say something like y'all remember my red my big red jc graphic back here that used to be here that's moved that's now down over here because i said to change it up i've had that in my background for five years 
And so I just changed up my background and Maggie's the first person that said something. So yeah, manifest real quick. I forgot to talk to you about this before I keep going. That was number uh, three was risk doesn't scare you. Reminder y'all, I have a five day challenge coming up. This thing kicks off on September 13th. So you got a little bit over a week before the start this challenge. It's called manifest. I'm gonna teach you how to act on your ideas and create. If you are considering launching something, creating something, writing a book, creating a challenge, launching your first business. If you, if you have an idea on your mind and you're trying to figure out how to act on it, I would love for you to take part in this challenge, y'all. It's free. It's a great way for you to work with me for free for five days and get some awesome guidance. This challenge is gonna be bomb. I'd love for you to get in. Go to justincaffinpro.com to check that out. Thank you, Maggie, for uh, bringing that up. I appreciate you, all right? Let's keep going. We're talking this morning about how to know if you're meant to be an entrepreneur. So we've talked about you are self-starting. You have an entrepreneur, or I'm sorry, an opportunity mindset. Number three was risk does not scare you. Cheers. I see you, Sherry Capital. Good morning to you, buddy. Number four is you are a problem solver. How many of y'all are problem solvers? I love solving problems. Like, I think thriving entrepreneurs are people who get really good and are really passionate about solving problems. Like, they solve problems every single day and embrace the challenges associated with overcoming the barriers that you face. The ability to continually problem solve helps you innovate i think and helps you evolve and helps you push the boundaries that are going to be necessary for you to really find the success that you're looking for i think this really is the fuel of entrepreneurship because for most of us i'm gonna say most of us if not all of us that are here watching this and those guys that are on replay as well i think for most of us i could say that starting our own businesses is not just about the money it's not about the money because believe me, there's a lot easier ways to make money than being an entrepreneur. And if you have the idea of starting a business simply because you want the money, you, you know, you may not be cut out to be an entrepreneur because I tell you what, there's a lot easier ways to make money than being an entrepreneur. It's about a greater purpose. It's about operating in your gifting. It's about making a difference. And problem solving is at the root of it all. Like how many of y'all love to solve problems? How many of y'all... Like how, like, and you're like, Justin, I don't know. Do I really like solving problems? Well, let me ask you this. When you see someone going through something and you, in your heart of hearts, you know you have the ability to help them, does it not pull on your spirit to want to help them? Like, can you relate to that? Put a yes in the chat if you can relate to that. Like, that's, when I see someone that's like going through something and I'm like, man, I can help them. I want to help them. I can help them. I just want to pour into people and I want to show them what's possible for them. And for me, this boils down to when I see people, the Lord has given me a gift of vision. So when I get to meet people and I engage with people and I just see your potential, you start telling me what you're doing. I start paying attention to what you're up to. And I'm like, man, do you realize what you're called to do? Do you realize what impact you can make? Do you realize how impactful you could be in the world around you and, to, and the ripples that you can make into the lives of the people that are connected to you? My goodness. Like you are equipped and positioned and qualified to do exactly what God has called you to do. Problem solving is at the root of it all. I think that's that's uh, a, definitely a trait of an entrepreneur. That's number four, is you're a problem solver. Number five is you're passionate. You are passionate. How many of y'all are passionate about what you do? When work doesn't feel so much like work, 
that's when you found your passion, I think. Because most people are not passionate about their work and they merely see their careers as a means to an end. I, I found a statistic recently and I shared this you know, a couple broadcasts ago. Um, I, I heard recently that statistically only 15%, 15% of people are happy in the careers that they have and love the work that they do. It's crazy to me. Isn't that crazy? 85% of people are unsatisfied in their career and hate the work that they do. 85%. And you spend a third of your life at work. A third of your entire life at work. Like, come on. Isn't that awful? Oh my gosh, it's awful. I mean, and if you're like, if you are the person that's listening to this right now and you're like, that's me. I can't stand my job and I'm so ready to go out and build something, create something and work for myself and be in control of my own schedule and use the giftings that God has given me to go out and serve the people he's called me to serve. If that's you, do something. I mean, you're cut out to be an entrepreneur. If you've got that passion where you're like, I am so ready to just take control of my own life and start doing things for me. I just blow it blows my mind. So, you know, you I think you have to be if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be passionate about building a business to be an entrepreneur. Like like it can't just be about the outcome. Like you also have to be passionate about the process. You need you need the passion to fuel your drive through the inevitable peaks and valleys that are going to come and and the straight up droughts that you will at some point experience. You have to be so passionate about what you're doing that you, and I don't know, maybe I won't say that you have to be passionate about the process, but you have to be committed to the process. And maybe you're committed to the process because you're so passionate about the work that you do. Because the, the, the process isn't always fun. It's not, it, it doesn't, it's not always fun. It, it's not always sunshine and roses. Believe me, it's tough. It's a tough business, but you know what? Quitting this business, you know, this business for me, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I am an entrepreneur because I love what I do. I love the people that I serve. Man, what a gift. What a, what a, what a blessing it is to me to be able to do what I do every single day, to be able to connect with amazing individuals like yourselves who have giftings and talents and abilities, and you reach out to me, and I'm able to help you bring that to life. That's a, that's a passion for me. And I love the work that I do. Now, the process of building a business is not always fun. It's not always glorious. It's not always, it's not always exciting. Sometimes it's daunting. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it's overwhelming. But I'm committed to the process because I'm passionate about the business. I'm passionate about the work that I do. And I will not sacrifice my passion by being undisciplined, uncommitted, and by procrastinating and making excuses and not following through, I will not sacrifice my business and my passion by being or doing anything that will cause me to derail it. I think passion is a necessity. Are you passionate about what you do? And if you are, you're probably an entrepreneur. You're probably cut out to be one. Paul, what's up, man? Thanks for coming in, buddy, all right? Number six, I got 10 of these for you. We're gonna keep on rolling. Number six is you believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. 
We'll let that one sit there for a minute. Cheers, y'all. Personal belief is an essential attribute to being successful as an entrepreneur. You cannot be believable if you don't believe in yourself. And being believable is an, is an essential piece to getting people to take you seriously. This is huge. Especially people that go out and try starting online businesses and you start creating a following and putting yourself out there. It's so easy to just fall into the friend zone with people. And the friend zone is basically they view you as a nice person with good information, but they don't view you as a hireable professional. So many people get stuck here. You build, I know people that have built significant followings and have never been able to monetize it and never been able to successfully grow their business because they're stuck in the friend zone. The friend zone means that you are viewed as a nice person with good information that they like to follow, but they don't view you as a hireable professional. And the reason why they don't view you as a hireable professional is because you haven't given them the opportunity to experience that yet. You're not believable. And the number one factor to you not being believable is usually rooted in the fact that you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe success is possible for you. And you can't, you can't mask that, unfortunately. It's not something that you can cover up. If you do not believe in yourself, success is not possible for you. And I'm just gonna say this straight up to you. There is no level of training. There's no level of guidance. There's no level of tools, money, resources, coaching, mentoring, support that can take you beyond your belief system. If you do not believe success no, I'm sorry. If you do not believe in yourself, success is not possible for you. Period. Dot. You have, it's, it's got to start with right here. And that's one of the things that, that thank the Lord, you know, thank the Lord. He's, I, I've, I've had, I've always had this. I've been in business for six years and I'm, I want to be honest with you. You know, when I first started out, yeah, I was nervous. Yeah. There was insecurities there. There was fears there. I had issues and, and, and doubts with what I was doing and what I was capable of. But I've always been confident in my skills. I've always been confident in who God made me. And I've always had a belief that the Lord has, has created me for a purpose. And so sometimes the process of uncovering or discovering that purpose can be difficult which is why I got some amazing, amazing coaches and amazing peers of mine that specialize in helping people find their purpose and their calling on their life. And if you need that help, put, put, I need that help in the chat stream. And I got people in here that will reach out to you. Cause if you're, if you're trying to figure out what you're actually called to do, what your purpose actually is, that's okay. Right. But if, but for me, you know, I had to figure that out for myself, but I was, always confident the Lord had given me a gift and a calling and a purpose on my life. And I've never doubted my potential. And this is actually why I you know, originated the quote years ago. I said, do not be insecure about the skills that you have yet to master. Be confident in your potential. I have always been confident in my potential. I've always known that I had potential. And I've always believed that I would be successful. Successful has never been a negotiable for me, ever. You've got to... 
cross that bridge in your mind where success is not optional for you. You will be successful. You do believe in yourself. You do believe in the gifting that God has given you. You are equipped. You will make it. You, you've, got, you've got to accomplish that in your mind. It starts right there. It starts right on the inside. All right? Appreciate that, Paul. Thanks, buddy. Number seven. Let's keep going. Number seven is you are decisive. Like, are you able to make decisions quickly, even when under pressure? You need to be. If if if, if you are the type of person that can make make those pressure cook decisions, then that means you're decisive, and that is a powerful quality as an entrepreneur. Because when you are building and expanding a business, making fast decisions is vital. And you're gonna have to do it on a daily basis. You're gonna have to make moves, y'all, without all the answers. You're gonna have to do some things afraid. Entrepreneurs need to be able to act quickly and effectively. Entrepreneurs need to be able to see that there's an opportunity there and I have to jump on it despite the fact that I don't really know how this is all gonna pan out. You've gotta be able to do that. You've gotta be willing to do that. You gotta be intentional about avoiding procrastination because I think procrastination will kill an entrepreneur more than any other career. Putting it off, putting it off, waiting, putting it off, making excuses, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. If you are too slow to make decisions in your business, it will kill your business. Because, man, our world moves so fast, y'all. Y'all agree with this? Our world moves so fast. I mean, it's spinning and it's turning and there's just so much going on and, and you, you've, you can't be the type of person that takes weeks and months to sit on something while trying to make a decision. I can tell you, listen, man, I could sit here and tell you if we, if we, if we sat here and we talked about all the years that I've been in business, if you asked me, Justin, tell me about some of your biggest moves, some of the biggest success stories. If I could teach you how to duplicate some of my biggest wins and some of my some of my greatest decisions in my business, every single one of them, I made a move without all the answers. I, the Lord prompted me to do something, and, and it just hit my spirit. I said, "I go, I'm doing it. I'm doing." It. I had I had this yesterday. I had a decision yesterday. Just the Lord put a prompting in my spirit to reach out to someone. And send them a message, and and we ended up having an hour long phone call, and and now we're doing it. We're shifting into their world, and doing doing something huge with their world. I mean, it's just you you have to you have to get to the point where you can be sensitive to the promptings of the Lord, and you and you got to be decisive. You got to be decisive. You got to learn how to make those moves, y'all. All right. Number eight. Yeah, done is better than perfect. Absolutely, it is. And you. The thing is, you know, can we just talk about this for a minute? Cheers, y'all. I, you know, when I started my business, I had a commitment to being excellent. You know, excellence is one of my core values. I want to be excellent in every single thing that I do. I, every experience that you have with me, I wanted to I wanted to be above the bar. That's a decision, that's a commitment that I made. I don't, I don't, you know, every video I, you see from me, I don't ever want you to experience a video or a graphic or a post or any level of work that I ever do 
that leaves you feeling anything less than wow. I want it to be wow every time. And I think it is every time. That's not easy. That's a commitment. But with that, also, there's a line between excellence and perfectionism. I, I can't strive to be perfect. I can strive to be excellent. For me, excellence is not about being perfect. Excellence is about being my best, giving my very best to everything that I do. Perfectionism will kill you. It'll stall you, it'll trap you, it'll lie to you because no one's perfect. You can't be perfect. And honestly, nobody wants perfect. Nobody wants to engage or hire or work with anyone that's perfect because it's a it's a bar that you can't meet. You can't you can't you can't stay there. You can't meet that. But I can roll with someone who's excellent. Y'all agree with that? Which I think is a lot of reason why a lot of y'all have hired me. That's my bro Paul, man. Because Paul throws me a lot of work, man. I do a lot of stuff for my man Paul. And Paul's got options, man. He's got network. He's got connections. He's got, there's got plenty of people that, that could do Paul's work. But he comes back to me because he knows that I'm going to do it at a level that he wants to see. And he can roll with me, man. He can roll because he knows that I'm going to be excellent. That I'm going to give him my very best to everything that he asked me to do. You can roll with that, right? So, are you, that was number seven is you're decisive. Number eight, let's keep going. I'm gonna give you my last three, man. Number three, I'm sorry, number eight is you are good with other people. Ugh, some of y'all are like, oh, I don't know about that one, Justin. Listen, <laughs> doesn't mean that you gotta be extroverted. Doesn't mean that you gotta be like, you know, you, you just love everybody because, you know, th that's not the case for a lot of people. That's fine, but listen, being an entrepreneur requires a lot of interaction with many different types of people. I mean, I've had I've had a conversation. It's been a long time ago. It's been years ago, but I had a conversation with someone that was reaching out to me and it was telling me that they wanted to build a business. And the conversation started out strong. They were telling me what their gift was, what their business was, what they wanted to do, and they're like. They're like, okay, and we were talking about all those details and it looked good and it sounded good, but then all of a sudden they got to the point where they started giving me kind of the uh, the disclaimer. And they're like, well, the main thing Justin knows that I, I just wanna make sure I you, I get this out to you is that I really don't like people. I don't I don't like engage, I don't like talking to people. I don't like people. And so I just, I need to figure out how to build this business in a way where I don't have to interact with people. Who do you want to buy from you then? I mean, Listen, being good with other people is imperative to doing your basic entrepreneurial tasks. You got to be able to meet with prospects. You got to be able to lead a team, possibly for some of you guys. You got to be able to collaborate. You got to be able to persuade people. You got to be able to network. You got to be able to even you know give talks or speeches, possibly. How are you planning to market yourself? How do you people? How do you plan to tell people about your business? Like if you want to build a business and you don't like people, then you've got to hire someone that's going to be your face of your business because the face of your business has to have a voice. <laughs> yeah, Victoria's like, I really hate when someone says I hate people, you may want to move on, right? It's just, I mean, you you it doesn't mean you got to love everybody. It just means that you got to be good with people. You got to learn how to be good with people. And if you are currently wanting to build a business or you're wanting to step out and be an entrepreneur, create a side hustle and you're like, "Justin, I don't know if I'm really 
good at people. I'm not really good in conversations. I, I, or I'm introverted or I'm shy or whatever. That's okay. Then my question for you would be, are you willing to learn how to be good with people? And if the answer to that is yes, then you're cut out to be an entrepreneur. If the answer to that is no, then you might as well just stay in your job that you hate because <laughs> you got to be able to talk to people. Paul said, I may go, I may not go camping with everyone, but I'll serve them. Well, absolutely right, buddy. <laughs> absolutely right. Number nine, this one should be a no brainer, but it really is not. Number nine is you're hardworking. Entrepreneurs work hard. Y'all very hard. Entrepreneurs make sacrifices in their lives. Entrepreneur, entrepreneurs focus on creating. They focus on growth. They focus on strategy, right? In the early stages of entrepreneurship or the early stages of developing a business, a goal-driven entrepreneur will very likely put in, you know, 15, 16 hour work days for weeks or months without a break. I did. How many of y'all have done that? How many of y'all have gone through that season? Man, when I first started my business, I started my business in July. Let me think about this. It was July, yeah, July 2015. And I worked, the first break that I took was at Christmas. So I worked July, August, September, October, November. I worked five months straight every day roughly 15 16 hours a day i didn't stop unless i was eating or sleeping i mean that was really it every day my wife would tell you that i'd seven days a week every day i had to man now doesn't mean that that's the life that you gotta live when you start a business but the thing is with me <laughs> When I started my business, I didn't have a Justin Kaplan Pro in my corner telling me what to do and what not to do. I was I was basically, I lost my corporate job and I, really, I the Lord prompted me to start the PowerPoint days, right? And this was before I was even live streaming. This was before I was even live streaming. This was, I was just grinding my business because I had just gone from making a six-figure salary to now I'm working for myself. I had, I had bills to pay, y'all. I, I was a sole income earner in my household. I had a brand new house we had just bought. I had two cars. I had four kids. I had all the things that were going on. I had I had success was not optional for me. I had to figure out how to make it work. I'll tell you that because people will come to me and tell me, Justin, can you help me start a business? I'm like, absolutely, but I don't just build businesses. I build business owners. Are you ready to be a business owner? Are you ready to be a business owner? yes in the chat stream if you're ready some of y'all already are but yes in the chat stream if you really seriously are ready to be a business owner and if you're on the replay the same yes means if you get and i'm just asking you to put yes just for you just to just to admit that because i think a lot of people are ready to build a business but they're not ready to be a business owner because those are two very distinct things building a business without the willingness to be a business owner is like building a beautiful sports car that looks amazing and not putting an engine in it. It just sits there. I'm going to say that again. Building a business. I'll say this. Having a desire to build a business without the willingness to become the business owner that that business is going to require.
is like building a spectacular sports car that's amazing and beautiful and flawless inside and outside, but you don't put an engine in it. It just sits there. That's what'll happen to your beautiful business if you're not willing to become a business owner. Because building, building, becoming a business owner requires you to be disciplined, requires you to learn how to be focused, requires you to learn how to adapt, requires you to learn how to advance your skill, requires you to make sacrifices. It requires you to do things that you've never done to become someone you've never been. It requires you to do the things that are necessary to push you beyond your comfort zone to become the person that your goals require. You gotta become a business owner. Entrepreneurs work hard, y'all. Very hard. If you and and if you're if you're there and you're like, well, I, I'm not there yet, Justin, but I'll answer the question. Justin, maybe I haven't been hardworking in the past. Well, then my question would be, are you willing? Are you willing to learn how to work that hard? Are you willing to put in that sweat? And if the answer to that is yes, I'm willing, then you're cut out to be an entrepreneur. If you're like, just I'm just so busy and I don't really know. I don't really want to have to work that. Then you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. Because it's not an easy, it's not easy. Building a business and running a business for yourself is not easy. All right. That's number nine. Number 10, last one is you are a visionary. Every well-known entrepreneur I have ever known or met, the ones that, you know, you're the ones whose names you're familiar with, they all had vision. They knew what they wanted to achieve and they know that more importantly, they knew why they wanted to achieve it. That's being a visionary. Being a visionary, I think is an essential attribute that you need in order to be able to be a successful entrepreneur because you have to be able to be forward thinking. Having a vision helps you like develop your short-term goals, your medium goals, your long-term goals. And that vision is what guides your decision-making. Those goals that you have give you a sense of direction towards the ultimate realization of exactly what it is you're trying to build or exactly what you're trying to accomplish. So what's your vision? Do you have a vision? What do you really want to be? Who do you really want to be? What do you want to create? What's your vision for this next season of your life? What's the vision for your, your next five years of your life? Where do you want to, what point do you want to get to? Why do you want that? You put some answers to those questions and you're gonna find yourself being lit up, charged up and ready to go into your entrepreneurial journey, y'all, all right? Are you cut out to be an entrepreneur? That's 10 things that are gonna challenge you to define why, all right? I hope you all enjoyed that one. I hope you all appreciate that one. Again, I'm gonna share with you and remind you guys, I'd love for you to get plugged into my challenge. This is free. I'm gonna be kicking this thing off on Monday, September 13th. It's gonna be amazing. And if you are lit up from this broadcast and you're trying to figure out whatever idea you got in your brain and how to act on it. Or if you're like, Justin, man, I just need a new idea. And maybe you've been stuck and stagnant in your business for a while and you're looking for something fresh. You're looking for something hot. Get plugged into this, y'all. Go to justincappinpro.com. Get registered for that. There's a pre-work assignment and a welcome video right in there right now that you can get plugged into to get your wheels turned and get you started. And we're gonna kick that thing off on September 13th. It'll go for five days and it's gonna change your life. I promise. All right. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Listen, I know 40, 42 minutes of your time is so incredibly valuable. So I appreciate y'all spending your time with me this morning. I hope you have a beautiful Thursday. Be intentional with your time today. Be intentional with that gifting that God has given you. Get about your goals today. And I will see you guys all around the web, right? Take care. God bless y'all. I'll see y'all later.